Alright, Don. Give us your best impersonation of a poor orphan boy who is starving for some pudding on Christmas Day. Okay. Uh, let's... Give us some fucking pudding or I'll <laughs> shiv you. It's tough on the streets. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Look, it's, it's dog great. eat dog out there. No judgment. <laughs> if there's some pudding on the cards and I haven't eaten for a while, I'm getting that pudding. <laughs> Direct. I like it. I like it. You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll survive. That's, uh, oh, <laughs> that's that. Uh, this is the What's That About Christmas special for 2022. Welcome to another What's That About Christmas special. Today is a Christmas social etiquette extravaganza. Before we get into that, Don, what has been happening in your neck of the woods? Well, this is something that happens every Christmas. I start listening to Christmas carols, and then for some reason my use of the word tis goes up about 400%. (laughs) Tis the season for a tis. Tis the season. I'm dropping tis all over the place. Like, Don, is this the document that you uh, were going to submit to the uh, whatever? I'm like, tis. <laughs> tis. Have you, just let me take a guess here. Yeah. Have you been overusing it? I have. I think I'm actually annoying people, <laughs> people in my office. Like, not surprised, not surprised. Yeah. Tis, tis the isn't. way that you like to operate. <laughs> Can you say tisn't as well? Tisn't. I've never heard of tisn't. Tisn't, tisn't. Yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the, I'm just basically I've been annoying people is uh, what I've been doing at Christmas. <laughs> Everyone's keen for the Christmas break. Anyway, it's it's charming, it's cute, it's just one of my quirks, and uh, people hate it and then they love it. This is <laughs> this is my theory. Anyway, before you can pay me out about my lack of content, uh, <laughs> what have you been up to? Do you know that, so with the teaser, is there a point where it's funny, then it's annoying, and then it comes back to funny? Are you just waiting for that second wave of funny to come? Are you asking for my interpretation or like everybody else's interpretation? Your interpretation. <laughs> Mine is is that it's funny and then it gets a little bit annoying, but mostly cute. And then the second wave comes and it's like deep impact. It's just like this big wave of laughter comes and everyone else is Tia Leone and her dad bracing for the wave that comes. And it's just great. <laughs> what have you been up to, Luke? I've noticed this. I think my wife and I are stuck in a little bit of an unspoken competition about mm. who got the least amount of sleep the night before. You and mm. you're in like a bit of a bad sleeping patch and you're just exhausted in the morning. And so I'll get up and go, oh, geez, I think I've been awake since you know 4am. And then my wife will say, yeah, no, I think I've been up since 3am. And I'm like, oh, when I said 4, I meant 2. I've actually been up since 2. And it's almost like this little competition about who got less sleep and who's more justified in being exhausted? Is that has that ever happened to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think not really. I think, um, I think I've just revealed too much about the state of my marriage. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> this could be your last Christmas together. <laughs> it's uh, it's just like yeah. a little unspoken competition we have about. Then I got less sleep than you did. It's like it's like when you got young kids and. That conversation happened all the time. And now it's just, I think we're just, we're getting, you know, when you get old and you've got to get up to do a wee in the middle of the night, and it just breaks your sleep up. You're like, I'm officially an old man. 
Yeah, it is annoying. I must admit. Quick question. Yeah. Do you ever wake up in the morning and you kind of, the quality of your breath is noticeable even to yourself? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The We'll come to this in a minute, but my, my daughter actually has a what's that about question for us that will uh, touch on that topic. But in the morning breath, when you, you stumble out and you have a big yawn, and mm. the, the yawn pushes a lot of air up your nostrils and you're like, oh, uh, it's like there is a little bit of a, an uppercut you get from yourself in the morning. There is. Sometimes I disgust myself. This <laughs> is like, come on, Don. You could, couldn't you swallow it a couple more times during the night? It's like I haven't swallowed in six hours. Just, <laughs> your mouth has been open. Like everything's hours. a little bit drier. Everything's a little bit like the saliva is a bit like more viscous. It's just gross. It's just gross. Come on, Don, have some water. Come on, buddy. You got this. <laughs> the other thing, I had that terrible experience as a as a short, uh, a man on the short and round side. Buying pants is a terrible experience because by the time I can get pants that fit around the waist, mm. the legs are almost traveling out of the shop front. They're so long because most people with a waist that wide are about seven foot four tall. Yeah. And so I end up having to go to like a tailor and get about 24 inches cut off the bottom of the pants just so they fit. <laughs> Do you Can I ask you a question? When you go to the tailor, are they wearing a measuring tape around their shoulders? And a pencil on their ear. Of course they are. That's just the only way yeah. I know they're a tailor. Because <laughs> that's good. It's, it's like the, it's been the it's been the tailor's uniform for thirty years. Oh, sorry, three hundred years. Thirty years. <laughs> three hundred years. In the late nineties, they started wearing tape yes. measures around <laughs> the shop. Late nineties. <laughs> around the time measuring tapes were invented, they uh, started wearing them. <laughs> you can, tailors also love a very short stool. Don't you reckon they love a little short stool? They do? They do. I think it's so they can sit on it and do your hems at a closer height. When I think of a tailor, I think measuring tape around the shoulder, pencil in the ear, and they're either sitting or got one foot on a very tiny wooden stool. Have you ever been <laughs> measured for a suit and they're a little bit too intimate? Have you ever had that done? It's like yeah. they, really, they really measure up towards the grinnell region. I... And yeah. It's uncomfortable. I've, I have had that experience. I also had the feedback from the tailor when they're doing all the ratios of arms small, to small, height small and everything. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. They've gone, ah, your, your legs are uh, shorter than your torso. You're actually the, the profile of a duck, um, but your arms are also too short for your torso, so you've got fractional arms. I was like... They did not call you the profile of a duck. No, it's actually, it's actually a thing in... Biomechanics, where your if your legs are proportionately too short for your torso, it's actually referred to as a duck. That's actually a technical term. So you've been called a duck by and a fractional arms. Oof. I was absolutely <laughs> copying it that day. <laughs> That's great. I've never noticed. I, it, it is minuscule. I look like a normal human. I know this is an audio format. I look like a normal human. Actually, the last time we went swimming, water did just go off your back very quickly. <laughs> Terrible. I looked calm on top, but I was battling frantically underneath. That's Don't worry about that. That's true. <laughs> the uh, the other very big uh, topic that I need to get off my chest mm-hmm. is I don't think I hate anything in the world more than I hate a hard avocado. I know I know you didn't want me to share that, but I just had to <laughs> had to say it. 
It's like you've bought okay. you've bought a green rock for five dollars okay. and you've put it in your fridge for a week and then you put it in the bin. Come on, Don. Come with lowest, me on this. Come this with is me the on the lowest it. point our podcast has ever reached. The heart of my pharmacy chat was bad. I'm gonna be honest, I agree. My hot pharmacy content was not great. This fruit chat is it fruit? It is a fruit. Uh it's not good. You it's can't not tell, ripe. You can't tell me when Don's Reaching into the fridge, like, oh, I'm gonna make some no avocado toast for Brecky. And you've reached in and you've grabbed the avocado and it is hard as a bloody rock. You can't tell me you're not screaming profanities into the air. Full disclosure, I actually don't buy avocado that much. This is why uh, you, you guys do love an avocado. This is why you don't understand <laughs> the problem. Anyone out there that buys avocados, when you get stuck with a hard one, mm. and it only happens when I get the groceries delivered to the house. I'll never pick a hard avocado at the shop because I hate them that much. When it's delivered what if, you, what if you buy You want an avocado in three, three or four days You're going to buy a hard one then And then you let it so I, I don't trust it to ripen I don't want to take mm. the chance I bloody hate them, Don the, the rate of ripening for fruit is a mystery to me You buy, you buy bananas, green bananas These would be good in five days They're still green <laughs> But then but, you eat them They ripe on the inside Yeah Have you heard that? Totally it's just a, yeah, or it'll it'll go from um, like unripe to like brown and soggy in about four seconds. It's like yeah. how did that transition happen so it's quickly? Like, it's like a pear, you got like three <laughs> seconds to eat this pear. You never know when it's going to be there. Next thing you know, it's covered in bruises and there's just <laughs> juice going into the fruit bowl. <laughs> it's uh, it's probably enough of this red hot fruit chat. I think it we've uh, <laughs> we've exhausted that one. Yeah. Um, bit of a different note. Uh, my daughter um, has been burning to ask a question on the podcast all year. She has a little what's that about. This is almost a breakaway series on a what's that about junior, which a lot of, <laughs> about, a lot of people would argue that a lot of our question and answers on this show are fairly junior, National Geographic kids style content. Yeah. I think what would happen is... Our podcast would become the junior segment and they would be having much more complex uh, discussions. <laughs> but anyway, I'll get her in and uh, I'll let her ask her question. All right, Anna, thanks for coming in with a big what's that about question. What is your question for us? Why does water taste weird in the morning? Why does water taste weird in the morning? That's a good question. I think it's because water doesn't actually have a taste. And then when you're lying in bed all night and you've got all these yucky germs in your mouth, when you wake up in the morning and have a drink, the germs are making the water taste funny. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Quick question before you go. What do you think of the podcast? It's pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Go to bed. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. It's, it's pretty dumb. Does that, does that count as a, a review for Room with a Review? <laughs> I think it does. Open the door. Open the room quick. Let's it's get in there. <laughs> That's the most honest review we've had. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> All right, Don. Let's let's play the uh, the social etiquette theme song. Do you have the interest and the time to put some little Christmas bells underneath the theme song? Uh, I'll think about it. I don't have sleigh bells, um, so probably not. Okay, you've, have you checked Merry out Christmas. for the year? Are you here in body only? I checked out for the year in June, <laughs> which is probably explains our stats. 
The listeners checked out before June. I'll, uh... Yeah, the listeners <laughs> checked out well before then. They checked out in 2017. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, we'll play the play the theme song. It may or may not have uh, Christmas spells under it. Yeah. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide, if you want. Okay, Don, we are going to rapid fire through these because historically these episodes, uh, <laughs> the Christmas specials are terrible. Yeah. And so let's not labor the point. You, We just want to be short and sweet. Okay, you ready? No, yeah, I just want to. I just want to say that we basically went with the Christmas etiquette special because we could lit- we could think of nothing else. Mm. So after this, after this episode, I don't think we're going to do another Christmas episode. We just don't have any any ideas at all. Yeah, we're retiring the theme. I think we we need to pick a different day <laughs> that is our our kind of themed episode. What are some other options? Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> A Boxing Day Bonanza. Yeah, Boxing Day Bonanza. <laughs> I don't know. What else could we do? you got New Year's. New Year's is not bad. We might be able to get a couple of episodes. Yeah, could do like done a New Year's already. A year in review. What happened this year could be all right. Could be. Um, you probably reflect a bit too much for me. I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not the best reflector. You couldn't handle that. No way. Nah, nah. Queen's, Queen's birthday? Queen's birthday. <laughs> to the Queen's birthday. Or is it King's, King's birthday now? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Is it going to be the king's birthday? Is it, it going to be a different day? I think it's the same date, but it's just the king's birthday. What is what is that about? Because yeah, the, the, the queen or the king has a birthday, always the same day, but different in different countries. Mm. The horse has a birthday. Is that a weird Australian <laughs> thing or is that like a... Is that the horse's birthday? Is it the, the 2nd of November or is that Melbourne Cup Day? I don't know. What? Well, the, the Melbourne Cup Day, which is a famous for our US listeners... A pretty well-known uh, horse race in Australia. I think that's the second Tuesday, second Tuesday or first Tuesday of November. Yeah, first Tuesday of November. Yep. Yeah. The horse's birthday is as good a date as any. We may as well. Uh... Okay. Let's do the horse's birthday next. Horse's birthday special. <laughs> Done. Perfect. I love that we were going to cut be... <laughs> cut right into the social etiquettes because we want a short and sweet episode, and we spoke about horse's birthday for several yeah. minutes. <laughs> it's true. And I'm going to come up with some more great. Avocado chat for you, and <laughs> you're gonna be thankful. Next time, the horses eat avocados. What do horses eat other than hay? The uh, what do they do? They got carrot. They love a carrot. <laughs> do they? I any time I've gone to a farm, and I know they want carrots, but I've never seen them eat a carrot. I've just seen them follow a carrot that's on the end of a stick. <laughs> that's like the forbidden fruit. There's never actually if I reckon if one horse. Do you know how like some animals have like ridiculously? I know we've spoken about magpies, who when they swoop they have ridiculous um, memories. Because <laughs> one guy stole an egg in thirteen twenty and they've just held a grudge the whole time. <laughs> but horses eating a carrot. Once they finally reach that carrot and go, eh, sometimes it's actually not worth uh, not chasing. Worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> you do look on and go, something more enticing than a carrot could be on the end of that yeah. stick. <laughs> you put it like a donut. I would be, I'm not I'm not following that stick with a carrot on the end. Put a donut there and I'll think about it. <laughs> Enough of this dilly dally. Let's let's get on with the episode. One more quick horse <laughs> horse point. Yeah. They've got some lips on them. <laughs> Big lips. Check <laughs> they've had some fillers done, a bit of Botox. It is the lip teeth combo 
yeah. is as it's almost like a chimpanzee also has a big lip teeth combo as well. Yeah, they do have good lips, the chimpanzees. It's uh, and there's like a a lot of space between the lip and the teeth. <laughs> it is true. That's true. Can't yeah. explain it. It's this good could be our though. best episode yet. We've it's talked about <laughs> avocado, we've talked about horses and like why are they chasing a carrot? The carrots aren't that good. And, <laughs> and there's big teeth on a horse <laughs> and their lips. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Okay, moving this on. This is some cutting edge observations here. We, are, mm-hmm. we have a keen eye for the the human condition and the animal world. Yeah. Um, okay, first one. Someone gets you a present and you didn't get them one. What do you, mm-hmm. what do, you do then, Don? Uh, I just call it. I, was going, so, I didn't you get so you much. a present. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I didn't get you one. Sorry. And it has happened to me. Not that much recently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's nothing else to be done. I don't want to go out and buy them a present. That's just, that's the worst case scenario like, right there. You don't want homework from that encounter where you're like, oh, bloody hell. Now I need to go no. and buy them something. Unless I'm literally in a shop and then I go, I don't know, do you want... I don't know. Do you want this uh, pencil? Do you want Other this? than that, <laughs> thoughts I, on HB because they're pretty. It's a good pencil. I had a friend when I was a kid who rode his bike over, gave me a football for Christmas, and I had nothing for him. And I ended up walking around the house with him, trying to find a toy that I was happy to give him in return. That was just really a used toy I didn't want to play with anymore. Was he giving suggestions, or was he just like a passive kind of passenger? I, th- I think he was kind of saying. Yeah, not that. Like he was giving a little bit of feedback. <laughs> and did you own a football? Because that moves on to our. Oh, if, our if next someone point. if someone gives you something and you've already got it, can you can you can you say that? Well, what what, what are your options at that point? So one is, I've already got this. You can have it back. But then I think that implies that you're not going to get another one back. Yes, totally. I almost think I need to pull out the 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 zone system here. And if it's a zone one or two person. I think you can say I've actually already got it. Do you still you have to explain? Oh, sorry. Very, 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 very briefly, your zone system. We do not want to talk about this for more than ten seconds. Go. You can divide all the people in your social world into five zones. Zone one are your your best people, your family and closest friends. Zone hurry five up. are your acquaintances. We just you say time's up. I said hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> and so if someone's in one of your inner zones, I reckon you can say I've actually already got that. Can I exchange it? Do you have the receipt still? Whereas if it's a zone like three or four, you just got to cop it. You, can, you got two of them from now on. Just accept it. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, to be fair, it is nice to have a spare. Yeah, that's true. Uh, depending on what the thing is. <laughs> Funny if they bought it with you knowing you already had it. I thought you'd like a spare. <laughs> just in case the other one broke. <laughs> that's actually quite thoughtful. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I love this one so much, but if... This is very, very, very specific. But if you've gone to a social function with someone who's made a, a not so good dessert mm-hmm. and the table is full of delicious desserts, do you have to eat some of their bad dessert and use up precious stomach space? Yeah. I once went to a Christmas party and I thought, great. I'd recently gone to a cafe and, and tasted like these really nice savory scones. I thought, I'm going to make a savory scone. And then I made these savory scones and they were terrible. And I put them on this thing and no one was eating them. And then one person ate it. And the nicest thing she would think to say was like, oh, not a lot of moisture. <laughs> it's like the driest thing. She, 
<laughs> not a little bit. It was like a moisture. sponge. The, it just like sucked all the moisture from the mouth and she couldn't swallow it. I think she couldn't swallow the, the muffin or <laughs> whatever it was. Like she's eating chalk. She's just, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, oh, not a lot of moisture. <laughs> Perfect. Remember our, uh, our brother's wife had that situation early days with our mum where mum put an apple pie on the table, which was, it was an okay apple pie, but it was just competing with some amazing desserts. Yeah. And I think uh, Alice said, oh, I'll have some of your apple pie, pie, please. And then I think she whispered to our brother, can you get me some of the other stuff as well? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good uh, daughter-in-law. Oh, yeah. That's some brownie points there. Um, Because her son's... We're not going anywhere near that apple pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no offense, mum. But there's a crockin' bush over there and... <laughs> crockin' bush. <laughs> I'm getting some crockin' bush. Do you remember that time I made a crockin' bush? Vaguely. I... I remember you telling me about it. I don't think I was in town that time. I made a crockin' bush that looked impressive. Like it was a mm. big, you know, profiterole stack and it didn't taste very good. But mm. I think... you are said on your wedding night. <laughs> Get too far. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you crockin' bush. <laughs> but then I left it there on the kitchen bench overnight. And when I came back, the top of your just you're just you're disgrace. <laughs> terrible. And then the next day, the, the crockin' bush had effectively melted, and the floor was just covered with the with profiteroles. It just melted the all over the, over the kitchen. All right. So it was like a wedding night. <laughs> nah. <laughs> covered. I don't know. Okay, doesn't make Next. any sense whatsoever. Nah. <laughs> I feel like from now on, I'm getting a wedding night joke in every episode. I don't care how bad it is, it, I'm doing it. It's it's now a part of the show. It's as much it's as Don's the definition show. team and the, and the social etiquette theme song. Yeah, it's a wedding night joke. Exactly. I don't, let's, not, let's not do too many more of these. But no, I think let's end. Let's end on this. Short one. and sweet is the uh, the best uh, best way to go. Yeah, let's end on this one. The classic, you're stuck next to someone who's a little bit boring at the work mm-hmm. Christmas party. Yeah. There was a time you came to my work Christmas party as well. and uh, Charmed the socks of everyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one time I had to sit next to my boss. And it's always the way, you know when like it's like a first come, first serve, you sit where you want. If you find towards the end of the night, there's still a space next to you. Yeah, that's an insult. That's some feedback. That yeah, that's a bit of feedback. The tribe has spoken. Yeah, don't think, don't dwell on it. <laughs> Trust me, don't dwell on it. Uh, <laughs> no, I had to do that, and it was tough. And I basically had to wait until after you know a good couple of hours. Everyone started changing seat positions. Was when I sort of took my moment and and uh, just got out of there. Yeah, it's almost like you are. You're looking for a little, you know, you're in a war zone and there's a gap in enemy lines and you're just running through it to get to safety and be in a more interesting spot. That that feeling when you're in the driest, you know, awkward conversation and you look at the other end of the table and all your other friends are having a great time and they're yeah. laughing their heads off and you're just like, damn. And the best thing is, and they give you a look where they know what's going on. What's going on. They're, they're like, sucks to be you. You're stuck <laughs> over there. <laughs> I generally in those moments try to make the most of it. I'm like, how can I make this less painful? What what conversation can I... What's the thing I can find about this person that's going to be interesting and yeah. will give us like something to talk about that we both find interesting? 
And, you know, you got to dig very deep to find that sometimes. But once I caught myself at the end of about a 10,000 question series asking someone on average, how many emails do you receive a week? Yeah, that is rough. (laughs) That is the lowest point in the history of human conversation. Before we go, I know you've got some very, very um, big thoughts about mistletoe. What's what are your reflections on mistletoe? Well, my whole uh, knowledge regarding mistletoe is based on '90s Christmas movies. Mm. But which? What's the deal there? So mistletoe us, is sorry. Which which movies in particular? Give me some examples. Oh, uh, can't um, <laughs> can't think of any in particular. Is it? It's the kind I of think thing it's a hallmark you'd... straight to TV kind of uh, situation. Right. It's not the kind of Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, where they do the Revenge of the Nerds 4 and it's set at Christmas and they there's some hijinks with the mistletoe. Well, I'm going to say mistletoe in the 80s and 90s was in everything. It was in movies. It was in sitcoms. Mm. It's like pervasive. In Australia, we don't do mistletoe. It's not a thing at all. Mm. But in America, Randy Buggers, they're putting mistletoe up in every doorway, it seems. It's just, just to get our facts right here. So mistletoe mm. is if you're standing under it, whether mm. you are single or not single. That's my belief, yep. That you have to kiss the other person closest to you under the mistletoe. I think so. So, so there's a scenario. How, so how would you feel <laughs> if you turned up to a party, you put your keys in the bowl with everyone else's keys, and suddenly the host of the party is smooching your wife? That is the un- most unusual situation of all time. Yeah, the power of the mistletoe. <laughs> and then you got some guys... Based on uh, Revenge of the Nerds or whatever kind of movie, <laughs> the portable mistletoe. They've always got mistletoe in their pocket during the festive season, and then they can just pull it out at any moment, and they're getting some action. <laughs> doesn't seem right. Yeah, the psychological profile of the guy that's on the front foot putting up the mistletoe on December first at nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he needs to be on a registry of some description. <laughs> you got to keep track of these guys. <laughs> and look, I'm going to be honest. We discussed this previously. Luke has stolen two of my jokes this episode, <laughs> and he's got in earlier than me, just pretending that it's his joke. The the joke within the joke is absolutely delicious. I, I, I squeezed that one in knowing that you were coming to it, and the look on your face. You, you bastard. Fantastic. <laughs> quick quick back, backtrack to the Revenge of the Nerds. That, yep. that series in the 90s of Porky's, Meatballs. Well, that was 80s. I'm pretty sure it was all 80s. Oh, 80s. Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. Do you reckon the people who wrote those movies started with the scene where the, the, the boys drilled a hole in the girl's shower and then wrote back from there? Like, do you reckon that was, that was just like a requirement that that scene is in every movie and we're going to write <laughs> forward and backwards from there? It does seem like they're all in there. I don't know. <laughs> all right, Don. Well, I reckon that's probably enough for the Christmas special. Yep. The short, sweet. Let's not labor the point. It's Christmas. We're obliged to do an episode and we've completely run out of ideas. The this box is has been getting. ticked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you for listening, all uh, three of you, I guess. I know. We'll see you next year. Now, now, history also suggests we won't do another episode until at least March or April because, I don't know, we just get lazy around this time. We always... We always like start in about April, May, and we celebrate getting an episode in before the end of the financial year. That's the uh, that's the timeline. <laughs>
But um, yeah, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you have a merry Christmas, and we will yeah we'll <laughs> see you on the the horse's birthday. Yes, <laughs> see you at some point in the future. What's that about outlook.com? Send us an email. Send us a review. Room with a review. Last week we had no reviews, and um, it's a Christmas episode, so we don't need doesn't we don't need reviews for this one. Uh, uh, wouldn't but we wouldn't make uh, our Christmas or anything to get them. Just no. But if you haven't reviewed, please review. Make a couple of lonely old men happy. Beautiful. All right, <laughs> let's get out of here before I sound any more pathetic than I already do. All right. <laughs> See you guys. Love you. See you later. Bye.